just wanted to say hello and have a quick chat around the art of surrender, which is really no surrender. And the concept of surrender and and allowing things to happen as they happen, allowing emotions to arise and fall as they shall with no hesitation, no push, no pull, just complete allowance. And I myself have struggled with this topic um, quite, quite often because up until recently I thought that I had to do things and, and, um, excuse me, um, I thought I had to force, in a sense, the surrender. I had to, you know, make myself allow things. I had to, I thought it was, you know, something along the lines of a practice. It was something along the lines of a routine, an exercise, a ritual. But the truth behind surrender is really just the most simplest way of being with no resistance. And that is the art of surrender in that which is no surrender. Because there is no need to be or to do or act or force or push or pull in any direction. It's just that art of allowing the totality of being. And that comes into so many different dynamics with emotions, external circumstances, um, you know, trauma surfacing and fears arising. Um, it could be just anxiety. And I think as humans, our instant reaction to something that doesn't feel good is to find a way to make it stop. But if we can almost resist that that need and that desire, that, that temptation to push it away and just allow it as it arises, whether it be, you know, a state of depression or sorrow or guilt or shame, perhaps just fear. And if we just allow it and kind of tune in to where it might be coming from in the body you know, maybe try to dig a little bit deeper into it instead of attempting to get rid of it because just like that saying, what goes around comes around, I think of the body like this this little volcano sometimes. This is what I like to refer to it metaphorically is, you know, as we grow older, since we were young, we either have 
um, you know, a parent that says, it's okay, honey, you can cry. And perhaps another parent that says, toughen up, buttercup, you're fine. And, and that kind of creates this ripple and, you know, creating a belief around what we feel or what we think is the right thing to do. And um, for me personally, I was always the toughen up buttercup kind of, kind of gal. And, you know, a part of me being an older sister always felt I had to be strong for my younger brothers and I had to... I had to be the tough one um, for the family and in the family and and I find that even as I have gotten older I still very much um, even if nobody is telling me like toughen up buttercup you're fine I I now have the reaction and habit of doing that automatically uh, within myself um, circumstances and as emotions arise I just my automatic reaction to negative emotions or hurtful emotions or pain or suffering is I'm fine and I go into this place of you know acting strong whereas it actually takes much more strength to admit you're not okay. It takes that much more strength to admit I'm sad, I'm angry, I'm fucking mad as hell right now, pardon my French. You know, and we, I mean, me especially, I... I mean, everybody does it, perhaps, not everybody, but, you know, speaking from personal experience, I have done this for a very long time, and I've denied my truth, and, you know, I, I grew up with boys, I am drawn to being in friend groups with more men than women, um, uh, I did all the, you know, activities that were mostly men, and, you know, like race car driving, and you know, I was in mechanics in high school, and I was always surrounded around men, so maybe that played a very big role in why I felt the need to be so tough all the time, and, you know, even in work environments where, like, yeah, I can be a pretty tough-ass motherfucker, but to an extent, like, you know, we all have emotions, and I think it got to a point where I was quite fearful of sharing my emotions because I might have been the only female in the workplace or the only female in the class and, you know, I didn't want to seem like the little bitch or whatever. You know, I, I was very self-judgmental on myself and there's a lot of a lot of ways you could look at it. I'm not saying that, you know, not acting tough is being... A little bitch it's it's definitely not I think it's it's much stronger and it's much more um, what's the word I'm looking for it takes much more strength to show your emotions from an authentic place you know there is that fine line between 
needing attention and um, just allowing your emotions and, and, you know, being real with yourself. And I mean, man or woman, men especially were, you know, taught to be tough and be the protector and, you know, for the family and the woman and the wife and whatever, be the warrior, be the, and, and I think along the line, I think in human society and in, in a lot of culture, we have very much neglected the messages of our emotions and, um, back to my volcano metaphor we have this you know little volcano in us that when we were born was pure and full of love and somewhere along the lines we started feeling emotions and perhaps you know we started um, burying some inside because we didn't allow them to come up you know I had this uh, I visited my nephew not too long ago and he's around three, three years old, and I watched him just lose his marbles over a toy truck, and I was like, wow, how pure, how beautiful to just have no sense of shame or guilt for allowing your emotions. You know, a four-year-old drops his lollipop, sobs, gets angry, stomps around, throws a fit. And then within the next 60 seconds, he's, you know, back on the horse, ready to go play with his other truck or, you know, mom washed the lollipop off. So it's fine. It's all good now. But I think it's so easy for children because they have no beliefs developed around resistance of those emotions because they're maybe you know scared of what people might think or you know they haven't developed those ideas and and those patterns of neglecting emotions because of shame or guilt or judgment or um you know self what's the word i'm looking for you know, fearing of what other people may think. You know, they just allow it. They let it out. And and as I brought awareness around this, that, that young boy inspired me to really, really feel my emotions. You know, like we, our emotions don't just come in for no reason. They're like, hey, like maybe it's a signal like, yo, bad vibes don't go that way like for me I get anxiety when I'm headed you know to perhaps a place that I think I want to be my head wants to be but my heart is like nah honey this does not feel good feel that this is major anxiety that is telling you not to go and when I have disregarded that and, and ignored it Turns out it was right every freaking time. Every time. So, as difficult or maybe as simple as it could be is when those emotions or certain emotions arise, 
just allow them, you know? If I'm angry, I'm most likely going to let out in that blink of an eye moment that whatever emotion is coming up, you know, and and especially when it comes to frustration, like I rage sometimes and I mean it takes a lot for me to get to that point, but you know, when you stuff things down for so long, that volcano eventually becomes quite full and um, agitated. And and I mean, I only speak from personal experience. You know, I'm no no uh, licensed doctor or psychologist or counselor, but I've I've done my fair share of healing in my personal life and and awareness around self. And I find that. You know, when I was 16, I had really, really bad anger issues, and I believe it was a major accumulation of pain and sadness and suffering and and anger that I had never allowed myself to feel, so I just stuffed it in there until my volcano erupted, and generally when that volcano erupted, it was you know, I, I broke things and I put holes in walls and I had temper tantrums like a three-year-old rolling around on the floor, you know, at 16 years old, which is absolute nutty, but I mean, we all go through things and we all, you know, we all live a life that is unfair because that's part of life and and there's a lot of dynamics to it, and uh, but our emotions are never to be neglected. You know, we don't have them to ignore them. They're they're there for a reason, and you know maybe that's that's really important to bring awareness around if you hadn't before. Or you know, I I do more and more every day. I'm like, ooh, wow, what's that? That feeling is shit hey. And instead of ignoring it or trying to push it aside, I just allow it. And sometimes you sink into some deep depression or some intense sorrow and sadness. And I just put on like some really sad, soppy music and cry to it. And that's okay though. Sometimes you need those moments, but just be mindful and, um, bring awareness around it of, of why you're doing it and set the intention that I'm doing this to allow it. And, you know, the key is to one, accept it, two, allow it, and three, let it go. If you can handle your emotions, especially negative, because negatives are the ones we don't want. If you can handle your emotions with those three steps, accept, allow, so you you accept that it's there, you allow what the feeling is, you, you know, maybe it's energy that needs to be moved and you need to just like flail your arms around or swing around or roll in your bed and stomp your feet. You know, I, I picture that, that uh, what's that movie with Jim Carrey? Ray stomps around in the bed like he's 
you know, he's bouncing like four feet off the mattress because of his frustration. But just like that, like just allow the energy to flow in whatever direction it is, as long as it's not going to hurt anyone in the process and, and, you know, try to deal with it in your own space. And, and then that allows you, once you allow it, that, that gives it space to, you know, move and, and, and it's a lot easier to let it go if you allow yourself to feel it. Whereas just ignoring it is kind of just like, you know, you can only push it down for so long until that little volcano is like, um, remember me? And it brings it back up. And, and that will be, you know, life is cycles. And just as in summer comes and goes and then winter and spring and fall, it all it's all cycles, right? And it's... It's never, never ending. So if you can just allow these emotions to flow as they come and, you know, maybe this is something you're already aware of. That's amazing. Amazing. You know, and I don't call it emotion for no reason. It's energy in motion. So let's not, yeah, I mean, for me, I just, I really try not to stuff it stuff that energy whatever it is down <clears throat> too often or at all if I can I mean it happens automatically because my subconscious is programmed to stuff things in but I mean even in moments where I have been like I am going to speak my truth I have you know crossed some inner boundaries and outer boundaries um, of not thinking before I speak so there is a fine balance to you know letting things out and especially if there are others involved you know and that's just kind of the the, the fun in it it's all it's all quite simple but um, I think the best the best advice that anyone has ever given me is one celebrate your negative experiences for your negative experiences are your greatest successes and two don't take life so seriously because it really is a dance you know life is like a garden it's full of weeds and roses and flowers and maybe a couple of vegetables and whatever else you choose to create in your garden or it's a dance and you just you gracefully dance through it and sometimes you fall and then you lay there and you're like ow yep ow and then you get back up and you start dancing again or you go take a nap because it's time to rest and that's okay too just just let it be you know there's no need to force anything or push anything in a certain direction and I mean of course it's we have manifestations and and desires and all sorts of stuff we want in our life uh, but it's really important just to not get too caught up in material not caught up too much in our emotions and and experiences and just kind of try to see it from that bird's eye view of that everything is necessary 
and all is unfolding according to the greater good and the greater divine plan and path so you know trust that even if it's difficult but what you practice you become good at so you know practice some practice some allowing and accepting of the emotions and and allowing yourself to tune in and feel them and you know get real with yourself doesn't mean you got to get real with everyone else just just with you i mean being totally honest we're the only true person that we are stuck with our entire life is ourselves so why not learn to love that person and and you know be your own best friend and i mean you know you could have a husband or a wife or a best friend or a brother or a sister or a mom or, or a dad grandma grandpa auntie uncle that you're fairly close with and and that's your like main you know your main squeeze emotionally and mentally but you are stuck with you no matter what and I mean why not why not just make it a really nice ride with you you know and and that way when or if you know you have a special person you want to get involved with you're so good with you you know your insecurities your internal you know BS isn't going to affect the relationship or the whatever the intimacy or you know there are so many ways to just practice getting to know you and and getting comfortable with you and your emotions and and the more you do that the less you tend to project on others and i mean unless you're super aware of it maybe you you are aware of projection and, and you know the difference between you know feeling an emotion and dealing with it versus projecting your internal unconscious patterns and emotions on others you know that's kind of the simple form of psychology is or that a psychologist would say is uh, judgment is only a projection of internal insecurities so yeah that's my little down the rabbit hole rant for today I thank you for listening and um, till next time stay lit I love you